Hey y'all, it's Kayvo. Hey, it's JB. And welcome back to another week of Becoming She. A weekly podcast that sets a tone for women who are striving to be their most authentic selves by sharing the tools we use to navigate this journey called life. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome Welcome back. back. Yeah, how are you? Girl, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Good. I feel like I can breathe now. You good. know, just a little bit. Just a little. Yeah, just a I little. I love the sound um, of that. Awesome. Yeah. I have one more kink in my plans, but... God already got you. Um, you're right. You're right. God is working. Period. Yep. He's gonna have to tell myself where you need to that. be. So you good. You're right. He's working, and I just have to wait for him to tell me the good news. That's all. But other than that, everything's great. Houston's cool. Life is cool. Um, after this comes out, you guys will um hear me talk about um i'm going to pv homecoming prayer review a and m university for those who don't know it's an hbcu down here um that's gonna be lit Mm -hmm. i'm so excited last weekend i went to um what school is that tsu texas southern university i went to their homecoming and i was cute walked through saw some stuff they had rick ross there and some other celebrity people it was cute, but I'm more excited about PV because I know one person who goes there. So I just feel like it'll be even more lit. Because when we went to TSU, we didn't know anybody. We were just walking around like, hmm, let's see what they got going on over here. Hmm. That's when you meet like the like the funniest people or just like random stuff like that. So yeah, at least you got out there and got to you know, walk around and see how they, you know, they do their homecoming. I'm sure it's much yeah. different. Yeah, it definitely was different, but it was cute. I liked it. I'm really excited for this PV one. I heard it's insane. So, yeah, that's that. How about you, sis? What's going on? Um, I've had a good week. I started off kind of um, on the wrong side of the bed, but mm-hmm. I turned up some music. And even though they were kind of like some sad songs some uplifting some just different it was great got my spirit back to you Mm -hmm. know being the way that it needed to be and um work's been straight and you know i've just been good i can't complain this week has been a pretty good good week it's been kind of cold here in georgia yo the weather is tripping okay it was hot as hell and now Mm -hmm. it's like super windy and breezy and you need a light jacket a light little duster Mm-hmm. To go along with your outfit. Um, mm-hmm. And it's annoying. But, you know, can't complain. It's been good. It's good. So Okay. Well, yeah. that means fall is coming. I just learned I today that the um, leaves do not change color in Texas. Oh. <laughs> uh, Random so facts. I'm a little stressed <laughs> out about that. Ugh, oh, no, I was so you like, don't get, what? like, your cute you know autumn get fall for real mm-hmm. what the fuck kind of shit is this i didn't I sign up for this fall. i do love the fall but i mean it does get colder they said later on though mm-hmm. like november it starts to get cold and then come january and march we have that kind of like atlanta cold okay oh. you know january february march time period i was told okay and then it's back to hot as hell so so you'll Here experience a couple of seasons. Soon. Right. And I mean, <laughs> it's been high-ish this week. We've had like higher 70s, lower 80s kind of weather. 
and then it rained randomly a couple days for like 30 minutes like it'll just rain and then it's fine um but today it was raining all day and i love the rain so i was really excited about it me too but, a lot um, of people don't like when it rains but i kind of it makes me feel like cozy i don't know why i love yeah, to like lay on the couch cozy. and watch like all the movies and even it if i'm does. at work i like like to nuzzle up in like my like cardigan or my blanket that i have at work i don't mm-hmm. know it just makes me feel really like cozy Yes, rain does make me feel cozy. It's like rain. Rain is one of my favorite things, and I love to open the windows when it's raining outside and just get the rain. Yeah. Scent. Oh, it's just ugh. It's the it best. My breath away. It's beautiful. <laughs> anyway, but um, we did that in the office today because the people that I work with are just like me, and they're vampires as well, and they love the rain. So we Good. opened the door. We opened very... the doors when it was raining outside to let it in because we were like, oh, I just love the smell of rain. I was like, oh, fuck with y'all. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad that um, everybody loves rain just as Yeah, much but as after you. it stopped raining, it was cold. Of course. Been a motherfucker. I mean, when I say cold, I mean like 50-something. I'm sure A little it's brisk. Like a, little, a lot colder know. up north or whatever, but that's none of my business. Exactly. But um, mm-hmm. what do you have to bless our week? I know you got something for this Motivation Monday. You know, I got a little razzle-dazzle. A little sham 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 sham. A little sham sham. Hold on. Give me a second. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. 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 I'm reading. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here we go. So, leadership is not a position or a title. It is an action and an example. I love that. I love that because there's a lot of people who think that they're leaders, but they don't exemplify what a true leader is. Like, they don't act upon their leadership role in the best way to, like, help their team, in a sense, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. a leader who is, like, very self-focused self-centered i don't know to me that doesn't really like help the team yeah that's accurate but i love that because that's definitely gonna get us into our main topic but um Mm -hmm. before we go there let's get into this tea yes girl let's get into the tea what's the tea sis Bitch, I'm bored. What's the tea, ho? Bitch, when I tell you I got large, unsweet tea with a shot of raspberry, bitch, with light ice, never dull. Yeah, bitch, I hope you got two gallons so you can waste one and spill it. Billy Porter is going to star as a fairy godmother in the new Cinderella movie. It was just announced. I'm <laughs> oh in love. Goodness, I'm so excited. You guys. wait. I am so excited. And I, I'm, I love Billy Porter, especially now that I'm watching Pose. It's just like a newfound respect for mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. his artistry, you know? For his but, bad bitchness. Yes. Bad bitchness all the way. I'm just excited Did for him. Did you see the person who mm. posted this tweet? Uh, this was so fucking funny. Okay. I'm going to let you. Now I want to conf- I want to clarify. He is going to be um it's a live action Cinderella film. So he's not it's not going to be a remake. I mean they've already done the remake of Cinderella, I believe, mm-hmm. but he's going to be in a live action film uh film with in Sony's adaptation. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So I'm excited Who's for Cinderella. Him. Have they said yet? Camilla Cabello. I think that's how you say her last name. Camilla She used to be in um Fifth She's Harmony. She's a singer. She's a singer, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So she'll Cute. play Cinderella. She has Cute. a beautiful voice, so you know she'll work. But Billy yeah. Porter is, you know, who I stand for. So <laughs> right. So I saw this tweet. Right. 
So this person, their Twitter name is Murder Kroger Forever. And okay. if you're from Atlanta, you know about Murder Kroger. Exactly. No explanation needed. No explanation needed. And really, though, Murder Kroger Forever. R.I.P. Okay. to Murder Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, they said, it's just like a quote that they basically said is... Imagine this being like a line from the movie that Billy Porter said. Let me just say that. Okay. okay. Set the scene. Gotcha. Yeah. Set the scene. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right, right now, girl, we ain't bippity boppity booing shit up in here. <laughs> now you want to go to this raggedy little ball. You better tell your mama what you want and hurry up. I got another wistful bitch on the other side of town to tend to as well. I, That's some shit that Billy Porter would tell me. And I need Billy Porter to be my fairy godmother. Please. How much do you like charge for that service, sir? <sighs> I don't have enough money to pay him. I can't afford him. Oh, eventually. my God. He's amazing. Mm, I love, I love him it so much. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, another cool thing was that Zoe Kravitz was casted as Catwoman in the new upcoming film, The Batman. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, I think she's going to do a phenomenal job. Mm -hmm. She's a great actress, too. So, you know. What has she been in? So, she's currently filming Big Little Lies, which is on HBO. It's like this drama of these, like, house, not housewives, but these mm -hmm. women in, um, I think it's in California, Monterey. Yeah, Monterey. Um, and they basically have these, it's just Big Little Lies. It's it, literally the title is what the show's about, so. I've never really good. seen it. I think I've heard of it, though. Yeah, I've it's Reese Witherspoon's it. in it, Nicole, Nicole Kidman, um, Meryl Streep. There's a lot of oh, nice. different people in there. Yeah, she I does a really... Zoe Meryl does a great now. job. I love Meryl, too. Oh, I love, I love the memes so of her. Like, I love all, all the memes of her. I just, great. I mean, the memes of her are great, but just Meryl... Mm -hmm. She's a Meryl phenomenal Street. actress. Phenomenal person. All, like, I just, like... Love you fangirled over her all through undergrad as you and should i just think she is also a very hilarious person <laughs> as you should she is very funny like the devil wears prada bitch mm. frisians bitch what and she kills she it in big little lies if you go and watch that Ooh, show okay i gotta go and there's see. like i think there's like two seasons it's two seasons or three seasons now um mm -hmm. but she does a phenomenal. I mean, I don't. I don't think there's a bad role that she's ever played. I don't think she can ever. I don't think she knows how to play bad. a bad role. I yeah. feel like if Meryl is in any role, it's gonna slap. Period. It's gonna elevate the movie. Like if Drake on a song, you know it's a bop. Oh my gosh, it's a bop. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Simple as that. Put Meryl on the track. <laughs> she would probably fucking kill it. Probably, <laughs> nigga. She would. <laughs> Listen to this shit though. Three female assisted living employees were accused of running a dementia resident fight club in uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I'm so tired of you niggers. Bruh. And so they are mother young. motherfucking tired of you niggers. They're young. 32, 20, 26. Like, Part of me is what? like... <laughs> they had a 73-year-old woman I'm gonna let fight. you finish. I'm sorry. They had a 73-year-old woman beginning to fight a 70-year-old woman. And, like, were accused of watching it and egging it on and even recording it. What is wrong with people? Part of this 
is like hilarious to me because I'm just imagining old people fighting in slow oh motion and I'm just like, why? <laughs> but, why is this so entertaining? <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, okay, if I saw old people outside fighting, I would break it up. And I also would not antagonize or like create a situation for them to fight like a stupid ass fight club. How dumb can you be? Are you serious? Exactly. If I saw old people fighting, I honestly Do would probably be shocked. Niggers. I think I would be shocked. I would just stare stare and be like, what the fuck is going on right now? No, seriously. And like, I'm saying nigger, what is happening? the ER because this belongs to this situation and those people specifically. <laughs> this belongs to you guys. They ain't not nan bit of my nigga. In other orphan Annie news, um, parents claim that adopted eight-year-old was actually a woman with dwarfism who tried to kill them girl oh yes oh that's um in ukraine this girl no, no, not, no, no. She, not in she's ukraine, allegedly she from, born she yeah allegedly she was born ukraine. in ukraine nadia grace and her yes. name yeah because the friend zone had an episode about her like a couple weeks back a couple months back honestly and it was titled where is nadia grace and i listened to it and not only was it fucking hilarious right it was also just like okay so backstory just a little and then i'm gonna let you get to what you're saying because i know this is relevant because something must have happened but well, this just... girl huh keep going oh this girl was like the little girl in the orphan yes who, like they adopted and they thought she was a child but she was really an old ass person so anyway basically like she they adopted her it was an emergency adoption from a family some kind of orphanage or whatever some kind of emergency adoption for whatever reason and they give this little girl a home and then one day she was making something for the mom to drink and she like put like bleach or something in it i can't remember something like that and the mom asked her what she was doing and she straight up was like i'm trying to kill you <laughs> like what bitch what? that shit is well, real yes she said that to orphan them all up in it like yes she said that to them and then like um this girl was putting After like thumbtacks on the stairs so that when they walked up the stairs, they would injure themselves. She was yeah. doing like all these. But it was like, only like to the mom, right? Or was yeah. she doing it to the dad? I think it was only to the mom. This girl it was, was something crazy. I mean, I'm sure in that story, she was doing it to the mom. She was, she basically tried to kill the parents. So both. But my question is, how recent is your story? Because see, the family now, this family that I'm talking about, they like after a minute was like, this bitch got to go because not only was she harming the mom, I think she might have been harming the dad or the other kids or something as well, something crazy like that. And then they found out, like what happened was they were giving her a bath, right? Mm -hmm. And they giving her a bath, and they realized that like she has armpit hair and she has genital hair, like this is is not a little girl this is not a six-year-old yeah i didn't go so, too deep into all of that that's what they were talking about in the but, friend zone right so then they i haven't put listened her, to the episode yet okay so they basically long story short they yeah. <laughs> sent her back they gave her back to the people right oh, okay gotcha like they gave her back to the orphanage again so then she was adopted again and her most recent family is a black family oh fuck no that's what I'm saying. Y'all didn't hear the stories. This bitch need to be emancipated. She need her own apartment, bro. She's like 23 She's a whole years old. Fucking She's adult. like 26. Well, uh, I, I think know. that has the same kind of a line storyline with this. These are Indiana parents. This is recent. So, like, 
they say that oh, back in June. Oh, he's the black of, people. Yeah, they gotta be. Okay, you know what? Well, this is not. These are okay. Let's let me just tell it. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so. Back in June of 2010, Christine and Michael Barnett adopted a little girl with dwarfism born in Ukraine. And then Mm -hmm. they said that she was actually a woman that posed as a child when they adopted her. So they changed Mm -hmm. her age to 22 before they moved to Canada in the summer of 2013 without her. So now police are actually charging them or um, arrested them or looking for them or something like that because they said they abandoned this child but she's not a child she's actually she's a full a adult so it's she's like a whole bunch woman. of shit because it's been happening i mean obviously it started in 2010 so uh-huh. almost 10 years of this person but when i was reading some of the background story they were saying that like she would put thumbtacks on the um staircase to her like harm them and it was like the entire family it just wasn't the mom Girl. it was like everybody so this is literally like orphan 2.0 in real that? life yes and so whoever the girl that you're talking oh, about uh-uh. whoever she's no, with you. if she's with the blacks i need for y'all to you know put her into a fucking whole home and let her start paying some bills because it's a grown-ass one. What's she doing? So, like, on the friend zone, this was a couple weeks ago, they mentioned, because somebody wrote in about about yeah. it. And then okay. they said that, like, her new family or whatever is a black family. And um, they're treating her as a 16-year-old now. Oh, wow. They okay. just, they're just deciding how old the little girl is. They don't even know. That's scary to me. That's why people are like, girl, yo, I'm just going to like adopt have as like infants. Yeah, that's why babies get adopted because they're like, I don't want to adopt no child and accidentally. You don't she's... know what done happened. Exactly. Crazy Poor shit. child. Yes. I wish I would adopt a six year old and then I give you a bath and I see you got damn hair on your vagina and your underarms. But you got to get the fuck out. I don't know where you're going, but you're not six. <laughs> you're definitely not six. You're not six years old with like hair why do you have hair? Yes, exactly. There's and no, no I don't. You need a Brazilian and you six, bitch. If you don't get the fuck out of my. <laughs> but then you think to, I think to myself like okay so it's overseas so like the rules and regulations are a little bit different but like nobody right. caught that like nobody in Girl. this entire but I wonder if she's had problems before so she was like a an, the issue child you know the problem child so they were just like no, yo take I think her. she was because on the show they gave a bit more detail because mm-hmm. they kind of spotlighted this one family but mm-hmm. that was the one family who got her based off of an emergency adoption and okay. they were like well what the fuck is an emergency adoption and basically the last family kicked her ass out like took her to the orphanage and was like she can't come back to our house i don't know what y'all gonna do but she can't come back to our shit she's probably trying to kill them right she's probably trying to kill them and then so then they put her with a new family and the new family literally was like okay so we just got to adopt this little girl like tonight with nothing else and they literally had to adopt her within like say 24 or 48 hours i can't Mm-mm. remember the that's a rest time. decision i like to sleep right on my girl i like to take a nap <laughs> i don't want to take a I like nap to and make sure that what i'm saying yes think to about it is i need to process things exactly i'm not mm-mm. and they like limit. rushed into it and adopted this six-year-old and she was really 26 and she tried to kill everyone hell no and that was the family Holy they child. focused on. So this mm. new family that you're t- talking about must have been the family after because they kicked them out and her new family is black. Well, they're talking not black. About, These well, are white people. We haven't seen anything yeah. yet. So it may be. Maybe. Um, maybe it all aligns, but it's fucking ooh, it's crazy to me. Ain't no, ain't no way. Ain't no um, fucking way. Ain't no way. Ain't no fucking way.
Ain't no fucking way. Like, no. Um, no. I have a couple more things. So, okay. This, hold on, let me go to it because I want to make sure I say her name correctly. So, my heart goes out to the family and I'm just annoyed and angry and uh, just whatever, everything above. But a Tatiana Jefferson, 28-year-old, was um, basically murdered in her apartment or in our house, I'm sorry, in Fort Worth, mm-hmm. Dallas, by... Oh, yeah. Yes, by an, a that. Fort Worth officer. That is so freaking sickening. It's honestly, at this point in time, like, you're literally just gunning people down. Just like, for no reason. Just for just no reason. So this officer said that goddamn business. they had a complaint or someone called in. They were doing a welfare check, and the door... I guess they saw her in the window, and he felt threatened and immediately opened fire. And I'm just like, if you continuously feel threatened over the smallest thing, I don't know if you should be an officer. I don't... Un- no, no, You shouldn't. No. The thing about white people is they're genuinely bothered and unearthed by people of color more specifically black people just living their regular black ass lives that's the problem there is not just a cop problem it's just not like oh you shouldn't be a cop because these white people still out here with guns shooting black people because they're playing music too loud or because they're just doing whatever the fuck and they're still getting away with it so it really doesn't matter if you're a cop or not just honestly white people need to stop being so goddamn white and there's that and that's Um, that on that the officer had a bond of two hundred thousand dollars and obviously he was released because someone paid it um but i'm not sure i know he was charged with the murder of a tatiana jefferson i really want to make sure i'm saying her name correctly Mm -hmm. because i just want people to know a tatiana jefferson simple I believe you're saying it right. Good. Um, So that's just annoying in itself. It's just like over and over and over again. And I don't know how many conversations. I mean, it's not even about us. Like you said, what you said was correct. Like, it's just you're bothered with my blackness. And I like get over it. I'm here. There's nothing I can do about there's nothing I can do about it. Stop being so fucking scary. Period. Right. Exactly. Precisely. Then I got mad all over again. I got mad all over again. As you should. As you should. Because there are constant explanations. Constant explanations and examples of mm -hmm. white people just being bothered by black people minding their own business. I mean, exhibit A right here. And exhibit B, Botham Jean. Am I saying Uh, it right? Botham Jean? I believe so. I think it's Jean. Botham Jean. That's exhibit B. What? I mean, there's literally, we don't have enough letters in the alphabet in any language. It's like, I want to remember my people to describe not when they're gone. It's like, stop. No, how many exhibits there are white people or examples there are of white people just not letting people of color mind their business and just exist in this world. I simply don't get it. I don't don't understand why you're so threatened. I don't either. Pisses me off every time. And then I saw this last um, part of my tea. I guess mm-hmm. I should have started off with this earlier and then worked my way up to the good stuff. But, you know, we'll go backwards. Um, I'm with it. Gucci and his wife, Keisha. Mm-hmm. So I saw this post and it was by Snoop Dogg. Oh. He po- yes. Um, 
he posted a picture of Gucci and his wife, and he said, Everyone wants this, but what y'all forget was she was with Wild Gucci, on drugs Gucci, cheating Gucci, in jail Gucci, publicity with other women Gucci. This is Gucci after therapy, rehabilitation. This is street man groomed in his 30s after he's been in his lowest. Point is, this is a writer who knew what she signed up for. You bitches is with the next nigga after couple fights. And then he, then Gucci um, posted underneath or commented and was like, yes, sir. My wife is my secret weapon. And it's like, I hope we're, like people were praising it because that's what people do. Um, because niggas. Because niggas. Like there's nothing else to it. Then he posted on his page, Gucci did, and was like, um, he posted another a picture like someone must have made this in a meme and it was like Gucci man gave Keisha two million dollars before going to jail. She gave him six million when he got out goals. And he was like, God, thank you for my wife. And she commented and was like, you know, baby, I'll do anything for you because she loves him. And that's mm -hmm. fine. But I hate that people praise this culture like we're supposed to struggle first. Like we have to go through the ringer and be okay with like those different sides of our man before we can get the ring or get the, you know, the praise that we deserve or whatever the case may be. And so that pissed me off even more. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just, it's not everyday struggle and I refuse to come and die by a nigga. I just feel like niggas just genuinely feel like a woman should struggle through bullshit and we're just supposed to be your peace, which mm -hmm. is just crazy to me. You know, we're supposed to be their peace. We're supposed to be their refuge. While at the same time, they're being a motherfucking nightmare to me and everybody around them. Like nightmare. You are interrupting my peace. I don't understand why I have to stand <laughs> like, for that or deal with that. I'm not interested in that type of lifestyle. And not the, oh, I'm not interested in a nigga going to jail. No, I'm not interested in struggling in anything in life. And I'm damn sure not going to choose to struggle because niggas are an option. Niggas are a whole ass option and women choose to struggle when you can just like, if I'm a baby, I can do bad all by myself. Isn't that what they say? Like, yep. if we going to be doing bad, bitch. I'm going to do it by myself and then we can come together and be better. But I'm not going to be on a goddamn struggle bus with a nigga talking about I'm holding him down. See, like, shut like the fuck what? up, Miss Seeley. Okay. And now if that's what you want to do. That's your man. I have nothing to do with that. But don't praise don't tell it. us we have to do yes, that though. don't praise yeah. it like it's just like this thing that you have to do before you find you know the the light at the end of the tunnel because it's not it's just not and i'm not gonna believe that but if you guys want to believe that by all means do your thing but i will not yeah that was mm -hmm. my tea no, that pissed me you. off a little bit i was just like this i saw that and was like and here we go once again like I just feel people like, are praising it's, some it's stupidity. really men out here that believe that. But the thing is, and the problem is, they're also, and this is not the only problem. The there's just an addition to it, right? So like yeah. in addition to men thinking that this is this is okay, there are also women that will volunteer for that position and be like, "Well, I'm a ride or die, baby. What's mm -hmm. up? Like you can put me through hell and back, and I'm gonna be here still waiting for you to hand me a ring because then I won. Like no, bitch, you dumb asshole. You didn't win a motherfucking thing. What you yeah. won was a motherfucking headache, sis. You won 15 years of like struggle. Of, of struggle and stress and to like, be like living we're here on now like, which is great because i'm sure people do it all the time like 
you know, when you're in relationships and you're married, you have little times of struggle. But, like, if you're choosing to be dumb as hell, I'm not interested. But, see, there's a difference between, like, we're financially struggling because my husband lost his job and we got to figure some things out. Then, and you going out there and literally making me look like I'm boo-boo the fool. That's look, a like running around cheating on me with all you're these cheating on me women, you have these women posted on your social media like you're doing all this extra shit and mm-hmm. i'm sitting here supposed to hold it down and be the ride or die girlfriend and not to talk to nobody house fuck what? your house fuck no. your couch nigga yes fuck your couch fuck your house fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck and you. your mama too <laughs> <laughs> fuck you fuck you But that's all the tea that I had. Did you have anything else that you wanted to add? Um, I have a few things in my lukewarm tea. Mm-hmm. Obviously, nothing really big happened this week. Um, Rihanna went to the porcelain ball. Okay. And she looked phenomenal. Per usual. Per usual. And um. She looked at somebody and was like, I saw you, bitch. And everybody's like, who's she talking to? She was talking to Normani and basically telling her she killed that fucking performance that she had. I'm not sure where where it was, but it was um, it was great. You know, oh, nice. you know, you know, um, you get a compliment from Riri. Life has been made. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that is a compliment. Um, I saw you, bitch. Two thing. other things I'm living for. This meme of this woman in this black and red, like, plaid shirt and her auntie wig sitting down and being like, okay, I don't know where you're from, but we don't do that over here. Yes. Uh-huh. I've seen that I on Twitter. Am it is living. It is so fucking funny. Like, <laughs> I mean, everything that they put with it is like, I don't know what y'all do, where you from, but we don't do but that we over don't here. Do that over and here. it's like so relevant. I keep mm-hmm. wanting to, to everything. be like, you know, my freshman year in college, right? I used to walk around because my dad raised me to say good morning to people. When you catch uh-huh. eye contact with people, you look at them, you acknowledge them. Hi, good evening, good afternoon. Hi, how you doing? You know, whatever. Because that's another person walking past you. Just acknowledge them, right? That's yeah, all. Facts. You don't have to have no conversation. Just acknowledge. So I grew up learning that got to college i'm walking around you know good morning don't nobody say nothing to fuck back <laughs> good morning bitch when i tell you i was stopping in front of but like black people say hey back like they'll be like hey how you doing yeah. or whatever but some of them white people girl i used to literally jump in front of them and be like i said good morning like i turn I around and be like, oh you don't hear me i do <laughs> but i still do it like it's not in college yeah. like i did that me and my brother that happened to us when we were going on vacation this past uh summer when we went to the Bahamas mm-hmm. and we were at the hotel before we left for the cruise ship and we were just walking around the hotel looking around and there were these two white people sitting down and I was like hey how y'all doing and they like didn't respond to me so I was like oh y'all must not have heard me I said hey how y'all doing yeah Sometimes and they were like, that, oh, though. oh, hey, like, we didn't know you were talking to us. I was like, yeah, I was. Some people get so, like, engrossed in what they're doing and they don't, not that they don't, like, some people just don't realize that they're not even acknowledging you back. But then there's other people who, like, intentionally do it. And those are the ones that it's just yeah, like, I live for. The people like, who um, intentionally do it, I'd be like, did you hear me? I know you heard me because you're looking at me like I know you motherfucking see me or like if we're on this elevator together and it's just me and you and I say good morning, nigga, it's only we only got four feet between us. 
the who the fuck <laughs> like, else am I talking to? Who else am I talking to? Good morning. How are you? <laughs> Good morning, like, motherfucker. Yes. Like, like come on. Don't so, make me have to go through this shit. That meme definitely relates to everything. I love it. Yes. Um, second thing that I'm living for, Ari Linux live stories. I just <laughs> This bitch is golden. I she mean, protect is. Ari Lennox at all costs because my goodness, my God, this woman is I funny. I love her voice. She is like so, her voice is so animated and then she's yes. just an animated person. Yes, her story and then, is all And like, bruh, she is just, I can't, I'm trying to keep from laughing and cracking up looking at her video, but I'm gonna just keep going because like, I'm looking at it on mute, but you uh-huh. know, I know what she's saying. Yeah. So I'm like really getting tickled right now. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna scroll past. Okay, last little bit of lukewarm tea. So this um was reposted or posted from um his Instagram is it's Sly Guy I T S S L Y G U Y, and um he posted a video from a uh, viral videos that said. And the caption was, Irish man left a funny recording to be played at his funeral and I'm dying. I need y'all to understand how fucking hilarious this shit is. And Jasmine, I'm going to send it to you. Okay. So you can insert a clip of this shit. Bruh, like, this is pure comedy and it's literally something that I would do. And I'm like, you know, I kind of plan to do this. Oh, God. Okay. I'm I'm morbid. <laughs> you know how I have a very morbid sense of humor, but Yes. Okay. <laughs> but he's like in the casket and they like lower him in the ground. Everybody's fucking crying and then you hear him like knocking. He's like Let me out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, send that to me. I wanna see that. Oh that shit is so Oh my like that shit is fucking golden. I mean like I don't think you understand. Okay, well I'm gonna watch it out. I'm gonna do that shit. <laughs> period okay guys well mm. okay morbid humor i love it but uh that's all i got (laughs) (laughs) that's all i got for my lukewarm tea this week y'all know i don't be having shit to talk about so you know just the things that you see we love it we thank you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. thanks for Mm -hmm. blessing us with these funny ass videos all every week (laughs) you know i try i try my best but um (laughs) you're ready to get into this scoop Yes, girl, please. Let's get into this scoop, child. Okay. I realize I do have to change. I have to change in the cursing, certain type of things I do. I gotta, I, I gotta keep them in mind, you know, because they love me. But not today, though. Today I'm walling. Today I'm bugging and thugging. Not today. So, today we are going to get into how to navigate the level up. Mm-hmm. Mm. as we that's can, a good title that's a good you. episode title girl thank you jasmine be real creative <laughs> with these titles and shit and the captions on the pictures i'll be like i don't know what the fuck to put bitch I, <laughs> girl it takes I'll me type a whole paragraph I mean, in the morning, like i don't start working about because i'll be posting <laughs> long ass word like my shit be a whole paragraph jasmine be like it's three cute words put together and they're just perfect and i'm like bitch how you find that but girl whatever. Since we are venturing into new territories, into our um, careers and the journey of our careers and just, you know, management roles and things like that, I've I've learned that, you know, sometimes you work with people who are around the same age and you have to navigate how to manage that relationship 
without it affecting the work mm-hmm. environment or without it coming into your personal life and those kind of natures. Um, we are it's all a work in progress. By no means am I good at it. My my people that are listening to this will probably say, uh, yeah, bitch, you're terrible sometimes. <laughs> but um, I wanted to talk to you and just get your thought about it. Like, you know, what's your thought about the level up and, you know, you're into your new role and what does that look like for you? I know that it's kind of for you as fresh. So obviously it's a fresh perspective from versus someone who's, you know, for me, it's my second role in that kind of area. I'm learning a lot. I mean, when it comes to navigating the relationships, I mean, some of the girls that work in um, the office with me, they are closer to my age. But, um, what was I about to say? They're closer to my age, so I relate to them um, more so, I suppose. But, um, how do I wear these? But the uh, lead doc and I have had a couple conversations about, you know, just like making sure you keep a bit of a distance Mm -hmm. between yourself and them. Because obviously right now I'm a student, but very soon I'll be telling them how I want things to go. And you want to make sure you maintain that level of respect. Yeah. Which is something that I'm learning as well because I'm used to just, you know, not necessarily being cool with everyone like I can't be cool with them. But um, not necessarily having to have those boundaries, lines of separation, Mm -hmm. I guess. I mean, I typically I don't make friends with my coworkers like, oh, we're best friends or anything like that. But there's there's a difference from having to tell somebody what to do and just working with them they just being your coworker that you know they're cool but you rock with them when you at work kind of thing okay you know what i'm saying no i I definitely get that i think um i mine is kind of twofold so the job that i had before this um before my current role we started all together and so the friendships kind of naturally grew because you were kind of on the same playing field, you know? And then as people started getting mm-hmm. promoted or moving in different directions, it's kind of like I had to learn, oh, you know, the way that I was before, maybe I have to like draw some boundaries and draw like some clear, you know, boundaries, like I said, to make sure that like I'm not overstepping because it definitely is different when your manager mm-hmm. comes and talks to you and says like, hey, you can be cool, but at the same time, like, this is your role now, and this is what it looks like, and you have to, like, definitely play to perception, in a sense, you know? So it's just a little bit different. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the hardest part for me was the friends that I did have, like, making sure that whatever we did outside of work didn't come back to work. So, like, if we went okay. out and, like, had drinks or, like, partied or whatever the case may be, like, if we did that, it needed to be, like, a mutual understanding that we are not to talk and be like, oh, did you guys see, you know, JB dancing on the, the bar or some crazy shit like that, like, the other night. Like, it, it, there needed to be no conversation about what happened during the weekend or on a t- random Tuesday or whatever the case may be because that's just mm-hmm. not the work environment talk you know but then again i mean you can't control everything so obviously those things kind of things would happen so you i learned the hard way like okay well i just can't hang out with certain people because you're gonna run your mouth and tell it every single time but you know life <laughs> Hmm. well you know i actually now that i think about it i did have a situation where i had to learn to keep a separation my initial 
space i guess where i had to learn to separate myself was in undergrad Mm -hmm. as an athletic training student because we were in classes with the athletes we spent time with y'all yeah because in the athletic training room and they used to tell us that we couldn't be friends with y'all which was so weird that's a fact but it's like trainers that we had i understand why but it's so weird because we go to school together you know yeah but that is I I remember the trainers that we had. They'd be like, "No, you cannot follow me on any of my social media programs. Like I ha- I'm private on everything. No, you cannot this." Oh wow, they told yeah, you. Yeah, they would be like, well, "You know, you get <laughs> wow. close because you were around them all. You were you were around our trainers mm-hmm. all the time. Like practice. You know, you go in and get like eyes yeah. down and whatnot. And you sit there and you form a relationship and you just kind of like, "Oh my gosh, you're so cool. Like I want to hang. You know, whatever." And it was like a hard cut. Like, uh, no, <laughs> we're not friends. Yeah, no, um, I get that, but um, I don't know. I think that I never went that extreme with it. Not in college. I was like, I'm in fucking college, and these people I see every fucking day, like, outside of this yeah. one room that I see them in, like, I see them everywhere, and especially us going to Georgia Southern. It wasn't that many of us no. as far as black people go, so but a lot of it our, was inevitable for me to see y'all. Yeah, but a lot of our trainers, at least for the track and field program, were, like, in their master program or like their GA or something like that. It was kind of like, Oh, you mean the, Oh yeah. Because y'all never we had didn't have students. student trainers like that. So we had like, they, oh, were, they were in their GA. Yeah, so. Okay. As a grad assistant. Yeah. When I was yeah. a GA and I was working at the high school, but I was working at the high school. I didn't let the students follow me or anything. I mean, now I follow a few of mm-hmm. them, um, on certain social media or whatever, but like, um, I don't really, you know, I, I, I really never um, had to deal with that as a grad assistant. Okay. But that definitely would have been something that I did. But as a student, as an undergrad student, that was a big deal. That's kind of hard. A lot of, it is very hard. And a lot of times, um, and unfortunately or fortunately, depending on which way you look at it, some of the girls would be involved with the athletes, like with the basketball players or the football players whatever the case may be and so they had to learn very quickly how to cut it off when they got to the athletic training room because if somebody saw that that was a no-go you're getting written up they're telling about you you know you got to get kicked out of the program it was a very serious thing you know that's I mean that, that makes sense but like so it makes sense or whatever, but at the same time, some stuff was just inevitable as college students. Like, But I feel like they're giving you unrealistic, like, that seems like a very unrealistic thing to abide by. Especially, like, if I'm 21 and he's 21 and maybe I'm a trainer yeah. over the basketball team but my boyfriend's on the football team. Like, I don't think that that goes, you know, I don't feel like that should be punished because we're around the same age, like. Right, but they really did punish people. That's crazy. Like I, I know of a, of a story where two athletic training girls were they got in trouble for like, I think the guys were talking in the locker room. So after football games and stuff, we would go out with the football players to whatever party or whatever club or whatever. First of all, who the fuck's not gonna go out with the football players after the game? Because you don't have to pay for shit. Period. You don't have to pay for anything. I went everywhere with football and basketball team because I didn't have to pay for shit. Everything was taken care of. I didn't have to wait in no line. 
Like, it was no problem. So, anyway, um, we went out with them. And I think that they were in the locker room talking. Mm -hmm. I don't know what specifically they were talking about. But one of the coaches overheard two of the girls' names. So, they go back to the lead athletic trainer and tell her that they heard the guys talking about these two girls in the locker room. And the thing was, as opposed to them, now granted, they were like, okay, what happened? But as opposed to them trying to see what was the context of the conversation or like what else happened, it was more so like, we're going to reprimand you and now you're all in trouble and you're at jeopardy for getting kicked out of the program close to graduation because they went zero to 100 with no like questions in between no anything it was really really crazy how they handled the situation and it's funny because these two girls that their name got called out would have been the last two that i would have chosen to be involved with players the way that they were concerned about Mm. like there were plenty of girls that i would have been like "Mm, okay she just got into this program so she can meet some guys or whatever the case may be but these two were not those type of girls so it was very like I guess shocking to see how they really dealt with it in real terms. I mean, but in undergrad, I was friends with football players and basketball players, hung out with them all the time. And I never had any trouble. I never really, I never even, did I say anything about them not saying something? I think it was just understood. Well, I think I don't think I ever had to announce. Like, I think that, like, when you work with people that, like, work or whatever, when you are with people around your age, and, yeah, you guys are at different levels in the organization, I think you build rapport with those people. So they just know, like, I'm not going to fuck up your career or fuck up what you're doing because I want to make sure that you're good. Right. You know? Because they know that shit can be fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, they know. And I I think that the people that I hung with, shout out to y'all. Y'all know who y'all are. I appreciate y'all because, I mean, there was plenty of times where I was drunk as fuck and somebody had to walk me to my house or make sure I made it in or whatever the case may be. And it never made it back to the workplace, which I appreciate. But um, that was undergrad. Obviously, now, I mean, I wouldn't. I don't think I first of all I'm not the type of person to go out and get fucked up where somebody got to take me back home because I like to be able to take <laughs> okay, myself home I want to make it home. I like to be ready yeah. to go when I'm ready to go I always have my own car yes. I Adulting hate riding with other people <laughs> take your own shit right take your i volunteer okay. people be like i drive i'll be like no no it's okay i'll, I'll meet drive. you there it's no an worries. hour and a half away yeah, no no no. i'll meet that's you there. fine so when i'm ready to go i want to be able to get in darcy and drive the freak off you feel me me and shakur ready to pull off skirt 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 on you exactly hoes. it's time to go exactly so um yeah that's that but um that is something that i navigated before mm-hmm. Now, the position that I'm in, as I said, um, there's some things that I have to learn as far as making sure that I distance myself I'm because I don't know anyone. Okay. But, like, you know, I don't know anyone. So, you know, your coworkers then try to like, oh, you know, let's go to lunch or let's do this or whatever the case may be, which is all cool and fine, like you said, because me and her uh, had a conversation about it a little earlier. But, um. Uh, it's all fine for you to um, 
go to dinner yeah. or whatever but say you have a drink or two and then you let that be you don't go have four drinks and then take shots with their ass and then be like okay you know i'm gonna stay out all night with y'all kind of thing you know you kind of know have to know when to cut it short so that there's a level of um separation exactly. there and I think that's the biggest thing, too, because they're going to want to do things with you. It's natural to see someone your age and say, oh, I can connect with you. Let's go have drinks. Let's go. You know, like we, I don't mind going to lunch or having a drink after work or whatever. But even with people that are like even with like people that I report to or like people that are like, you know, mm-hmm. in different levels that are above me, I still do that. Like, you're not my friend. Like, I am here. You yeah. know, I respect the boundary of knowing that, like, like, we that. can go yeah. out and we can laugh for a little bit. But at a certain point in time, like, you go your separate way and I'm going to go my separate way because I don't ever mm-hmm. want there to be, like, you know, things being said Confusing. or confused. Exactly. Like, I don't want any of that. And you learn that over yeah, time. It but it's kind of just, like, learning what works for you, I guess, and just using that discernment. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, like... There's some people who know damn well they shouldn't be going out with their coworkers afterwards, but they do, and they get f- lit. And you're like, "What are you doing? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know this is not okay." Get lit as fuck. Next thing you know, you gotta sit in front of the damn HR director, associate director, and shit. Yeah, because your ass they heard <laughs> out there taking shots, and they got a video of you on top of the goddamn bar dancing and shit because you was that fucked yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, you gotta get, you gotta make sure you um draw a line. Mm-hmm. Let people know. And I also feel like... Unfortunately, unfortunately, there is a disparity in that situation because people who lack melanin can do those things. They can get fucked up around their coworkers and do whatever and then come to work and be hungover. And even if they talk about it, it won't be a situation where you got to go sit in somebody's office and talk to them about it. It's just, oh, Frank was out having a good time last mm-hmm. night with everybody. But if Kavori or Jasmine or Tanisha mm-hmm. were to go out with their coworkers and have a good time, have that same good time, or hell, even less of a good time if we're being completely honest, even less of a good time than Frank did, she got to have a meeting with the HR director and um, the goddamn vice president of the company <laughs> and all kinds of things to discuss why she was out having drinks off of work with no name badge or nothing but she was out fucked up in happy hour with her co-workers now she got to talk about it and that just shows that that just shows you the whole concept of you got to work 10 times as harder like the things that your counterparts may do you just you know no matter how much you You want to try and do those and things and whatnot maybe once or twice every six months maybe but like but you that's don't even not, have that freedom. You don't have that freedom to just do that whenever. they're going to look at you and be like, this bitch be drunk as fuck, and she black, mm-hmm. and she lazy, and this is going to be a compound or combination of things. It's never just going to be a situation where somebody looks at you like a normal human being. Yeah, because your name, I just never want someone to say like, well, Jasmine did it. Like, what? How am I even in this? I didn't do it. I just right. was there. I just like, happened to, um, you know. First of all. Mind your mind your business. Thank you. Yes, exactly. Because that's exactly how it plays out. And I, you know, you learn over time too. But I mean, there have been times at like I loved my former job. The time that it served me was great. Mm -hmm. But I learned so much of just how to carry myself and like what Mm -hmm. to like do when I'm in certain situations because you never really know until you're in them. 
You know, Mm -hmm. like you can sit here and fantasize and say, like, if I was in that situation, I would do this and I would do that. But when you're actually in it and you're like, oh, shit, like this is not Mm -hmm. this is getting a little bit out of hand and I got to either go. This is not what I thought. It's not what I thought it was going to be like, you know, those kind of situations. That's when you're like, okay, I need to use my brain and make sure that, like, I'm on my P's and Q's because I don't ever want to be in a situation that can now be elevated and changed and turned into a bigger situation than it needs to be exactly that's just not fun and i also learned that from like when i worked at at camps and stuff like that we worked with like Mm -hmm. younger kids and they wanted to follow you on you know what's your facebook what's Mm -hmm. your instagram and like we had to cut that shit short and be like no like no 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 you can write me letters i don't need you to find any right you can write me letters you can like you know if you want to we can you know be pen pals or whatever but right. you following me on Something facebook like or instagram that. yeah that's not gonna work and now it's so funny right. because now I look at my instagram and i do have some of my campers that follow me now but i don't work with you anymore but you don't work for they're the older anymore, they're like in their they're probably like 20 they are they're like 22 23 graduating college yeah. it's so adorable but it's like at the time being when they were 16 17 and i was 23 24 like no right you have to definitely like put your foot down and definitely set those boundaries because people are going to push they're going to try it because sometimes they don't they even are realize try when it. you're young that when you're like 21 22 23 Sometimes you don't even realize mm-hmm. that, like, maybe you're coming on a little bit strong in the whole, like, let's hang out department, you know? Everybody wants to be friends. Yeah. Everybody wants to hang out. You want to just learn so much about mm-hmm. people's personal business. And it's like, no. Someone who's older, now, me now, I know that I have to say, uh-huh. like, nah, back up. <laughs> right. I mean, I'll be, I, I'm just not as social of a person anyway, so when I'm invited to certain places, especially if it's somebody that I know I'm really not interested in hanging with, like coworkers, I'm like, mm, okay. Like, I mean, one of my coworkers, we definitely did go to get some lunch. But and that's not a problem was because to me. she was, yeah, she was actually um helping me look for a like furniture. She took mm-hmm. me to this furniture store where she knows someone. So we went and grabbed ramen after. Cool. This is cute. But it's not going to be a thing of like, okay, girl, we're going to do lunch every Wednesday mm-hmm. or like no, or nothing like that. Like, no, nah, I'm not cool with you like that, but I appreciate you for helping yeah. me. You know, kind of. It's kind of distinguishing. Draw line of separation. Yeah. And distinguishing the two. Like, okay, when we go to lunch as coworkers, but we can talk about some things, but I'm not going to give you like all the details about me because, you know. It's early. I don't really, you know, we're just now learning each other. So let's just keep learning or whatever. But I mean, some people will definitely try it. Well, honestly, I think this was a great conversation. I am, uh, I'm tired. (laughs) I think this is great. I think our listeners are going to enjoy it. And I would like for people to tack on or add to this conversation based off of their experiences, whether good or bad with like making friends with coworkers or being friendly or fraternizing with the other staff you know Mm -hmm. um when you are now in a position of more authority i would say Mm -hmm. you know yeah i agree so um yeah i think it's you got anything else for us this i have nothing else to add to this conversation i know that we're still learning and we're still venturing in our journey so you know let us know if you guys have any suggestions on how we can navigate this and how we can do better and what you guys are doing as you level up. 
Lovely, lovely. Yes. But you want to go ahead and get into this feature of the week? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Okay. So this week I'm going to talk about a restaurant that I have been to maybe once, but I definitely have to go back when I get back in the bitty because it is so cute. The food is good. And um, it is called the Southern Gentleman. Mm, okay. I've heard mm-hmm. of that. It's in the um, Buckhead area with the Buckhead shops. Where um, the same place where Gypsy Kitchen mm-hmm. is. But the Southern Gentlemen, they have Southern American style food, but more so with a twist. So they have deviled eggs that are really good, but they have these pickled onions and like other things that they put on it. Everything tastes different than what you're used to, but it's like delectable. I really enjoyed it. I don't have a specific suggestion because we really had a sampler Ooh, of the things that we liked the on the menu. Yeah. Yeah, they are um they are they have like I don't want to say topless options, but more so like small plate options. Okay. So you can get certain things individually, you can get a meal or whatever the case may be. So me and my friends, we got different things. We all just were like, I like this, I like this, I like this, I like this, and then we got side plates that way we can just all try everything and decide what we like and everything we had was good so honestly the southern gentleman is a cute place to go on a date spot it's a cute place for you and the girls to go to lunch or dinner and i'm pretty sure they have brunch as well mm-hmm. um yeah so check them out the address is thirty thirty five peach tree road northeast suite a two zero eight Atlanta, Georgia, 30305. Love it. I made sure I pronounced that second T for the people who not used to it. Girl, bye. <laughs> you know we don't say the second okay. T. The second T does not exist. No. It's Atlanta, baby. Atlanta. Atlanta. Exactly. You don't, that second T is just blasphemous to even pronounce that. <laughs> but I know, you know, some people are not from Atlanta, so you have to... You, you want to be correct. I got you. Atlanta for you enunciate people. Enunciate all you know, your. Aren't aware. You have to enunciate so they know how to spell it, I suppose. I guess. I guess. But anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in for yet another week. Thank you for rocking with us each and every single for week. Sure, for we sure. promise you. We promise you to keep bringing good content. We promise you that we're going to do our best to stay as consistent as possible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're going to ride this shit on out till the wheels fall off. <laughs> we love y'all. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.